I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, songwriter, and worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires, and this is your weekly devotional. Acts 11, 19-21 says, Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists also, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. As persecution kicks in, it tends to do a number on the church, which can be both good and bad, actually. In the spiritual realm, the devil's intention is obviously to destroy the church, but God uses it for the good of his people who love him and are called according to his purpose, and he uses it instead to refine his church. We see that even in the early church, as persecution had revved up, the people scattered. Now, it wasn't the scattering that was bad, though. I mean, we even later see Paul escaping death through a window and by means of Roman escort through this persecution. What was bad was that they ceased to speak the word to anyone except Jews, which was failing to carry out the work of evangelism and discipleship that Jesus has called us to. But there were men who went forward boldly and preached the Lord Jesus to the Hellenists, those who were uh, Gentiles, non-Jews. And we see that the hand of the Lord was with them, and the people were getting saved and following Jesus. If we go further on in that section in Acts 11, um, into verses 22 through 26, we read, The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a man of God, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch the disciples were first called Christians. So when we look at this, Barnabas was sent, being full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. He went and he used his gifts to exhort them in their faithfulness to the Lord with steadfast purpose. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. We have purpose and we have good works to do that our Father has prepared for us to walk in. But we have to be faithful to exercise the gifts of his spirit as he's empowered us with them to carry them out. In essence, we're given these gifts to then give to others By doing this, we're serving God and bringing him glory. So one person doesn't have all the gifts. You know, we are many members of one body, just as it says in 1 Corinthians 12. So we may not uh, be gifted in one area, but then someone else is. And someone else might not be gifted in another area, but maybe you are. And that's the beauty of it. One sows and another waters. But the work gets done by one spirit. So Barnabas was a great example of this when he had come to Antioch, and he used his gifts to exhort the church. He got there, and he served, but in realizing what they needed, 
he went to Tarsus and brought back Saul, who was going to later be known as Paul, to teach with him in Antioch for a whole year. He knew his giftings were more of this one-on-one discipleship gifting and that Paul was gifted as a church planter and a Bible teacher. Barnabas wasn't afraid that Paul was going to somehow take the spotlight or, you know, show him up or anything like that. He had the good of the people in his heart and in his mind. And he was, this was being full of the spirit and of faith. And he left and he came back with a brother who could come alongside and serve better in an area that was needed. And the result was growth, equipping, and maturing of those believers there. And they were first called Christians or little Christs. Don't you just love that? It reminds me of when you see a child and their parent, and the child resembles the parent so much that you might say that that child is their parent's mini-me. Well, we are Christ-like, right? As we grow in his grace and in his knowledge, moving from glory to glory, being made more and more into the image of Jesus Christ. So we should become so that others look at us and see a resemblance of Christ in us. Christians, little Christs. Now, how can we become more like Christ when it comes to the use of the gifts? Well, we need to use them, be operating in them, just as Jesus had while he was here, and just as we see in the great cloud of witnesses that we read about in our biblical history who ran their race with endurance. So I exhort you, my friend, to fan into flame the gift of God and not to neglect those gifts that the Spirit has given you so that you can walk in those good works prepared for you and to bring God glory. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written music, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that's crystal with a K.